You're listening to Barbells, Boot Camps, and Banter, the official podcast of athletic-based training. We'll chat all things health, fitness, and probably some shenanigans along the way. I'm your host, Crystal Blank, owner of ABT and part-time Olympic weightlifter. Thanks for tuning in. Well, hello. Yo. Welcome to an impromptu uh, weekly podcast episode. Boom, bing, boom. Boom, boom, bing, boom. <laughs> How you doing today, Chris? Hey, I'm good. I jinxed it. I jinxed it. Last week I said that um, we had never done a recording, never done a podcast recording, not in person. And here well, we are. Remind us never to let you talk again, then, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, hey, keep an distance, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like right. well, well, more than six feet at this point. Yeah, uh, probably around. I'd say about forty-five miles. <laughs> Better be uh, safe than sorry, man. It is. It's an interesting, interesting day, interesting week, interesting time. Nah, you know, I'm I'm glad we got to have a little bit of normalcy and and record a a quick little podcast today. You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's why we kind of, you know, when we talked, we said do something that we normally do because it seems like nothing we're doing right now is normal. So let's try to get some some uh, you know, sense of normalcy that we yeah. normally would do on a normal week in a not so normal week yeah no so. for sure and there's uh there's a sense of comfort in keeping a little bit of uh normality to things you know yeah agreed agreed let's put some known stuff out there in the uh weeks of mm-hmm. unknown um, right i think that's the biggest thing man right it's like nobody knows anything right like, no one knows anything. We can all be considered experts in whatever field we're in. We can, you know, have insider information from friends of friends. We can is and doesn't mean we actually know anything. Right. Right. You know, we're we're all in a holding pattern right now. And, you know, we're kind of all in it together, you know. Oh, no doubt. No doubt, man. It's, it's just one of those, it's just one of those, I don't know. I really have no, it's, it's one of those things that we, nobody has anything else to, to compare it to. Right. It's like the only other thing I could possibly think of was like post nine 11. Mm. Right. Yeah. That's the only thing I can really, the, 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 the fear in the air of, you know, nobody knew what was going to happen. We were all worried that something else was going to happen next. Um, you know, and never, nobody, nobody really felt, I don't know, safe, I guess, is the word. Yeah, you know, no, that's absolutely well, the word. And you're 100% right. Um, it's the closest thing we have to compare it to. And even then, it's totally different. There was no, uh, you know, a couple states have shelter in place ordinances put in. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, uh, closures and, and businesses shutting down and, and facilities closing and people being requested to stay home in this 
whole um, uh, self-isolation and, and social distancing, it's, you know, unparalleled, man. Yeah, right. Because even like after 9-11, we didn't really have that. No. And that's like one thing I was like kind of talking to people about. That's kind of it's kind of different about this. It's and I think there are pockets of this like starting to happen. You're really kind of seeing everybody rally together. But post 9-11, everybody kind of no, I say kind of everybody came together. Oh, yeah. Um, I've said this multiple times. I don't know if I don't think I've ever said it on the podcast. Maybe I did. But um, last week, I can't remember. But I, you know, I would never, ever, ever want a tragedy like September 11th to happen again. But I'd give anything to get that feeling that we all had on September 12th and the weeks after that. Yeah. Of how, how like American everybody was. It was amazing. It was amazing. You know, like that was, we came together more as a country at that point than we've ever been. Oh, you're absolutely right. And I think you can see that happening now too, you know, um, I know, especially at the beginning, I, I tried to play very coy about this. I tried to play it down. I didn't want to incite panic or fear, you know, so I, I, I played very low into the, um, into the situation and, you know, almost naively brushed it off a lot. And I am happy to say now that it looks like myself included, we're taking this seriously and we're making this, the, the decisions and taking the steps to benefit everybody and really try to, to get ahead of this. And we're learning from the other countries that have gone through this already and are going through it, that this isn't a laughing matter. It's not a joke. It's not just the flu. It's, it's a serious thing that we all need to take consideration of and, and prepare and, you know, uh, do what's best, not just for ourselves but for our communities. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I think, you know, for the most part, you're seeing that, right? Yeah. You're seeing people kind of, you know, doing the right things, um, you know, distancing, distancing themselves, you know, listening to the experts. Because like you said, you know, none of us are experts on this. Thing. No. Like, you know, and you try to, you know, you, uh, as I, like you said, I kind of sounded like, I'm, I'll admit it. I sounded like an asshole at the beginning of this because I was completely... You know, this isn't a big deal. Yep. You know what I mean? Same. I felt I fell into that, you know, and, and I'm on record, you know, saying that this is we're over we're over hyping this and this isn't a big deal. And if you look at where it hit, you know, that's why, you know, whatever. I, I definitely miscalculated this thing. And that's yeah. because I was talking out of my ass and acting like I knew more than I did. Um, I can admit that. But now it's like, all right, screwed up. But now, like, everybody can kind of agree that, like, all right, this is a serious matter now. Obviously, a very serious matter. And it's not a panic matter. Nobody has to panic. No. Um, but you have to do, you know, there's different protocols that you have to put in place right now. And that's just follow the protocols. And if everybody just follows the protocols, we should be all right in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, if people start doing stupid shit, like, and I'm going to put people on blast, like the stupid idiots that were down in Miami and the other spring break places this past week that are out on beaches with like thousands of people and, and like, just no regard for anybody just being like, Oh, I'm not going to get sick. I'm young. I'm good. That's the attitude that they can't have Yeah, that nobody can have because it's like you said, it's not about just your health. It's about everybody else that you come in contact with health. Yep. Because, yeah, you know what? You're probably going to be all right. All of us that we kind of in our community, more than likely, that don't have uh, underlying 
underlying condition and are not in the age that you need to worry about it. But all of us have family that are in that sense. Yep. You know, so we gotta we gotta take care of our family. We gotta take care of everybody else around us that is in the in the danger zone. You know, you're you're absolutely right with that. And um, you know, I I haven't said it to you directly. I think you know, but you know, I commend you for the very difficult decision you took to close ABT. You know, the other gyms I work at have also done that, and you know, it's I I think a uh, a step in the right direction for things and a, and a necessary step, but a fucking difficult one, man, like a real hard decision to make. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> dude. Cause I think I said it to you. This is a weird one for me because, and I said, it, I think I said it this exact way to you. Maybe, maybe it was somebody else, but I thought it was you that everything in my being says you go to work, right? Like everything is like when times are tough, you still like, you push through and you get through it and you get your ass up and you go to work, whether it's at 5 a.m. and you go into bang nails or you're hanging sheetrock or, you know, you're a fireman or you're a gym owner, right? Or whatever you are, like everything in me says to do that. Yep. And that's what you're supposed to do, you know? And um, like, I remember like after 9-11, it was like, make, go, like go amongst, go, go in the community and do what you normally do. Cause if you, if you, um, you know, don't, that's, you're letting the terror with terrorism win. You're letting the terrorists win this one. That's what they want. They want us to stay in and not do, and not do the things we normally do as Americans. Yeah. This is the opposite. This is like, nope, you got to put all that shit on pause right now. And it's not about you. And it's not about like the American way and all this stuff. It's about just pausing for a minute, what we normally do in our normalcy just so we can so we can eventually get back to this you could almost flip it and say the american thing to do right now is to stay inside is to right you know to isolate and to take some time and just let things develop and and stay safe and secure in your home rather than out in public you know that is almost the american thing to do because if you know, like you said, the the community aspect after 9-11 was, hey, let's rah-rah, let's not let fear win because that's what they want. Well, here, the thing that needs to happen is a pullback. It's not a go out to the community. It's a pullback, you know? But Yeah, no, exactly. And that's like what you're called, whatever you're called to do, like that's what it is. Yep. And, and it's not out of fear. It's that, that's Correct. the thing. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, a lot of people are afraid, obviously. We all but are. It's just, it's, I'm scared. But it's right. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Like, not to be whatever. And it's, this is a terrible thing. Not a terrible thing. But it's the, the truth. I'm not afraid that I'm going to get it because I know I'll probably be okay. Correct. But it's, it's more about, hey, stop being selfish about your individual thing because you're going to be okay. But who else you could come in contact with that isn't going to be okay? And then plus, if you continue to let this thing spread and get bigger and bigger and bigger and have to go, this thing goes longer and longer and longer, not only myself, but people that I know and people that, you know, have a lot riding on, like just everything are going to struggle. Like there's going to be some businesses that aren't going to be able to sustain, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they, they, you know, like look at the restaurant business. Like right now it's like they, they, they you know, they're crushed. They'll bounce back. But it's going to be, they can't sustain this for that long. 
you know, what's you know? funny, though, is, and, and not to make light of it by any means, but uh, it's kind of an ironic funny. Uh, the restaurants around here where I am in Cambridge are all resorted to delivery or takeout only. I've made it a point, even though I have food, none of it will go bad. But even though I have food, I've made it a point every night to order dinner from somewhere. And I've tipped extra. I've made sure that I've gone to a local yep. restaurant, not like a Papa Gino's chain. I've gone to, even though those are small business franchisees, like I've gone to the local sandwich shop and ordered a sandwich shop, but through Grubhub or Uber, Uber Eats so that even the driver is getting something. And like I've tipped 25, 30% every time, like just... Right now, while I can, while these things are still allowed, I, I got to put a little money into the community. You know, I, I feel better about doing that than just sitting at home and eating the food that I have. Like I said, even though I have food, it's not going to go bad, so it won't go to waste. But it's important to, to pump in to the, commun the community the money you have while you can before things get worse, if they do. And... If things start to get better, then everyone go out to the bars and the restaurants and the movie theaters and the gyms immediately and start buying things, you know, start doing things again once it's cleared to do that. But while you have the means, while you have the time, while you have the energy and while you have the opportunity, do everything you can for those who you know are getting crushed by this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 unprecedented stuff that we're dealing with unprecedented but at the same time it's nothing that's on you know you see these other countries that are starting to come out of it you know that Correct. if we just kind of follow you know follow their lead learn from their mistakes come together yep. again like i said after september 11th it's a different kind of calling and it's a completely different type of thing we have to do but if we just do it Dude, we're resilient people. People in general, the humankind is just, we're resilient. Like, we, we, we'll get through shit. Yeah. Um, so, but it's just a matter of doing the right thing and not having, you know, these, these uh, like, outlier people just doing their own rogue shit. And I'm not talking about the people that are, like, going to work because... No, like, not the supermarket employees, not the, the postal workers, the people who still have to do their jobs, you know? Right. It's the people that are just taking unnecessary risks, basically just to take risks, like, you know, just to kind of like make light, make fun of it and make light of it and say it's not a big deal. Because um, like you said, for them, know. it's probably not going to be. But the risk that they put out there of of contaminating, transferring, impacting uh, other people. That's what's not getting yeah. thought of. Right. You know? Exactly. But at the same time, you know, right now, one of the biggest recommendations from most of the experts I've seen is uh, getting outside and getting fresh air while you can, you know, staying safe distances, minding the social distancing stuff, but going for walks and enjoying the, the daylight and the fresh air and the downtime that you have, you know, so it's, it's not lock yourself in your apartment and don't do anything. It's, you know, spend some time on you spend some time connecting with the people in your family in your household spend some time you know enjoying a little walk around the block you know do these things that uh you know given normal circumstances we take for granted yeah no doubt no doubt we did a walk yesterday we did like a two mile loop camera was dying by the end of it <laughs> like, you know what i mean like <laughs> but she yeah. slept like a baby last night you know so yeah 
Oh. And it's it's hard for the kids, especially, I imagine. They don't really grasp and understand what is going on. So I I I get the the parental side of it, not being a parent, but I get the parental side, like trying to cope with that situation and explain, but also keep calm and, and work through it, you know? Yeah. Um, obviously, like Cameron's too young to get it. Landon's too young to fully get it. But he, you know, we have had the conversation about like why we're, you know, why we're kind of, you know, hunkered down in the house and only daddy really goes out and if, if we has to. And, um, you know, why we're not seeing our their grandparents right now and things yep. like that. But, you know, and he gets it and he's a smart kid. He doesn't, again, he doesn't need to know all the, all the details of it. But at the same time. Well, hello. Oh, and that exactly is why we uh, keep the podcast face to face. Right. All these uh, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Um, but hey, at least we know we have the opportunity to do this remotely if we need to. We just might have to deal with some extra shit. <laughs> right, right. Did you um, did you just listen to it back while we were trying to get back together at all? I did, actually. It sounds pretty good. Uh, volumes are a little funky, but, uh, you know, it's, it's totally there. And hey, this is perfect opportunity because everyone just came back from one of our ads at this point. Oh, right. So it just sounded like it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it just cut off, went into an ad, and now we're back. Right, right. Well, um, so I guess that's a good transition point. Why don't you give us an update on uh, the state of ABT and, and where you're at and where where the community, the family's at? Yeah, sure, man. Um, so, I mean, I think as everybody pretty much knows at this point, we're basically, I'd say forced to close, you know what I mean? Um, via the circumstances, uh, Monday, after the classes Monday, it was pretty slow Monday. Um, you know, I really wasn't sure how everyone was going to react. So we made the decision to, to just close at that point after, after Monday, seeing that it wasn't, you know, wasn't going to be the right thing to do anymore. Um, you know, talk to a couple more people, throughout the community and just in the field too, and just kind of got their ideas and basically, yeah, it was just, you know, we decided to close. It's the, it's, it was the right decision for us, for the ABT fam, for, for everybody involved. So uh, we made the decision. We said, you know, we'll, we'll start with a two week hiatus and then we'll reassess from there. We'll see kind of where the country's at, where, you know, the state's at, where more locally we're at, you know, where all the, the, you know, the rules are at, where we're going right now. So as of right now, yeah, we're going to be closed for two weeks. You know, it's going to be tough. It's tough for a lot of people to not work out. Um, it's tough for a lot of people to not be with each other. And, you know, it's tough on, on us too, you know, it's tough on the employees and tough yep. on me as an owner. And um, it's just kind of some, some trying times for everybody. So, um, you know, that's kind of where we're at right now as far as being open, staying, you know, closing type thing. So basically we'll reassess it that Monday, kind of see where we're at. And, you know, I think maybe, you know, I was talking to a couple of people today, you know, maybe we don't go back to an all in type thing right away. Maybe we figure out a way to, to hold some classes outside with no equipment. And, um, you know, obviously people aren't comfortable coming to that either. They don't have to, but, you know, some smaller groups outside, things like that. Um, 
what you know what kind of it's a as i've said multiple times it's a fluid situation we're trying to figure out as we go along um i'm open to suggestions from people um talking to other gyms and stuff and seeing trying to figure out what they're doing you know one of the ways obviously that people have seen is that we're trying to keep everybody involved by by posting some online workouts things that people can do at home and i think that's kind of been a real big hit for the most part that people just enjoy just having something to do other than you know sit around and and be online and read every single article about this whole thing right I think and just uh, some really cool stories have come out of it too. Sorry. Yeah. Some really cool stories have come out of it. Just, you know, people messaging me, telling me, you know, texting me, telling me how much they're enjoying these and keeping them coming and they're doing it with the family and they're doing it with their husband. And, um, you know, uh, I, I'll, I'll put the names out there cause they're both clients. Well, one is a former client only because she moved away, but, um, Deb Lazar's and Donna Marie, um, Deb had messaged me saying that they use, the workout today in their Facebook in their FaceTime. Um, they, <laughs> that's they FaceTime awesome. each other. Yeah, and they worked out and they did the workout today together. You know, and that's, that's uh, Donna Marie's up in New Hampshire. Yeah, and Donna Marie's up in New Hampshire, and you know, it's still it's keep, helping to keep that community feel. You know, is in a time where it's not exactly the communities that we're used to, but you can still find ways. Especially like now we have technology, right? Like shit, dude. We're like recording a podcast. I'm driving in my car. <laughs> You're sitting in your apartment, right? Like so, like forty miles away ways. from each other, right? Like, you know, it's amazing. So, That's yeah. a great story too. Yeah, no, it is. And dude, there's so many good stories that are coming out of this. I've, I'm this one. I'll not give names about, but like, so many people have reached out to me about like, just what can we do? Like, what can we do for ABT? How can we? support you you know like it's yeah you know and i'm, I'm not going to go into a ton of details about that but just the support like has me- meant a lot to me um, yeah you know on more than one occasion this week i've kind of showed a text message to to, to holly and just kind of like honestly like teared up a little bit because yeah. just to like knowing that like we all have each other's backs um it's just such a cool a cool thing It's unreal, dude. Again, this comes back to the rallying cry. It's just a different method of rallying, you know? It's not the same rah-rah rally, but it is still a rally for us. We are the ABT family. We are the Massachusetts family. We are the New England family. We are just a community of people. You know, we're all humans. We talk about that pretty regularly, like looking for your tribe, looking for your group, your community. Like this more than ever is kind of reaffirming that, yo, we're all in this thing. We're all in this thing. And it does show in a weird kind of way how like everybody's connected. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like what my actions do affect, you know, somebody six steps away you know, because of something that I've done. So it's like, it's kind of in a weird way, you know, as much as we have to separate a little bit, it shows how much we're actually connected. Yeah. And I'll give, I'll, you know, I don't want (laughs) to re uh, reignite the team fitness challenge uh, fire, but you know, I will say the red team restarted the group me messaging chat today and shout out to Barry. He's the one that initiated it, but 
it has been going on all day and people have been talking and just venting and airing their concerns and their frustrations and kind of, you know, rallying around each other saying like, no, I get it. We're all in this together, you know, and, and it's weird. It's a, I use this phrase today. It's a weird existence. You know, we're all living in this space right now and it's just odd. It's, it's, uh, there's unknown, there's fear, there's circumstances we can't even put into play yet. You know, it's just a weird existence right now, you know, but dude, it rallied that the red team got back together and was like messaging each other on group me. And when I woke, when I woke up and was going about my morning stuff and I looked back at my phone and saw that there was a group me message, I was like, Oh, that's weird. Who do I, yeah, red team. Okay. (laughs) That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it it's like you said, it's just in a what, unique way. Yeah, no, and I'll tell you what, here, here's like a, you know, I, I, we kind of talked about keeping this one short, and I think we should just kind of, yeah. uh, A, I don't want to go too much into talking about the actual thing because I'd sound like a jackass because I yep. don't know what I'm talking about. So, you and I um, both, man. But, but um, I think to, uh, and this is, this is not to make light of this situation, but this is no different from the story that I told one day on, um, on on the podcast about like dropping my lunch, and it was like the first thing like I dropped my lunch walking in and glass shattered everywhere, and I couldn't let that ruin my whole day in the whole week or whatever it was, you know everything. This is this is like nothing different than dropping a your your lunch. Like how are you going to handle it? Like we're, we've been dealt a different a, you know different hand than we're used to. But it's not an, you know, an uh, a hand that's not overcomable. Like we can we can Correct. get through this. So it's just like, it's no different. It's you use the same, you use the same attitude. You know, I've I've caught myself a couple of times, kind of feeling sorry for myself and feeling sorry for just everybody and just being like, and then finally just kind of smacking myself in the face a little bit and just being like, dude, your attitude is everything in this. You know, so yeah, you go into this with a positive attitude positive things are going to happen you go into a negative attitude and fall into this funk and and you know depression type thing you know that's what's gonna that's how you're gonna react to it but it's we just extrapolate it you know we take the saying are you gonna let a bad five minutes ruin the other 24 hours and fit or 23 hours and 55 minutes that you have um but instead we change it to are we gonna let this bad week, this bad two weeks, this bad month, this bad three months, this bad six months ruin the rest of our life. I mean, there are exponential outcomes that could be taken from this. We don't know a lot of the future, but we have to maintain that mentality of like, you know, it, it's a shitty time right now, but we got this. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what positives can we get out of this? Like, is it becoming better? community based right yep. like you see all these and not just abt right because you and i know you talked about ordering fl- from different uh places in cambridge and in somerville and stuff like that yeah but the outpouring in milford about like all the the, the small restaurants in milford and, and people doing things like that the same type of thing leaving extra tips and you know making sure they're doing takeout from these places is is freaking amazing it so is. like if that if that continues and people become better community because of something like this, then at the end of the day, I don't want to say it's a positive experience, but you brought something positive out of something that could have been just completely negative. Totally. You know, it's like having, uh, you know, again, 
not to minuscule it, but like a, a small thing. It's like having a bad lift in a training block, like are you, or a bad workout one morning. Are you going to make that, you know, are you going to can't let that carry over to the next workout into the next workout and the next workout? Or are you just going to say like, chalk that up as a bad day, learn from it, maybe figure out why it was a bad day and then go from there. You're a hundred percent right. And I feel, you know, I've talked to a lot of people about this, my anxiety, the past few days leading up to even this phone call up until yesterday, when I had some, some real answers on things with all the other places I work, like, my anxiety was through the roof and it was crazy. And I was getting looked at by um, my staff at my other gym, my clients, uh, my community, my friends as a source of, you know, just being in the health field, they were like, Oh, talk to Teddy. He, he's got to know something, you know? And it's like, guys, I'm a fucking personal trainer. I don't know anything about this stuff, you know? Um, But, you know, I think there is something about allowing yourself to feel those feelings of anxiety and depression and uncertainty and dealing with them and accepting them and then taking that next step to move on and to grasp and yes there's still so much uncertainty but feel the feelings you're feeling accept them and move on and take that next yeah and you, we got it yeah absolutely man and use those things right yeah. like sometimes like sometimes everyone like anxiety is you know it's, it's a bad thing if it's like debilitating. Yeah. Right? If it's like ca- causing you to not be able to do anything. But if you can take that anxiety and use it to, to you know, whether it's to, because you, you're anxious because you're not 100% sure what's going on. So you do the research and you figure it out. And then you're like, oh, I'm not so anxious anymore. Like I can figure it out. Or like, yeah. you, you know, you talk to somebody who is an expert and they, they calm your nerves. It's finding, you know, using those, those feelings to, to make something better, make a situation better. Yeah. And it's something that you have to learn to do. It's not easy. I mean, for the, for the record, for anyone who hears this and, and may not understand, you know, I have been clinically diagnosed with anxiety and prescribed medication for it. And I've chosen to uh, deal with it in um, natural responses. I, I don't take the medication. I haven't for years. I've, I've adapted and adjusted and moved on. And part of that process has been, self-reflection and meditation and accepting the feelings you feel and understanding the feelings you feel and, and really living with them for a little bit in order to grasp what they mean and what you can learn from them. And taking that approach and moving on has been fundamental in my life, living with anxiety and not requiring my medication, you know, and it's, it's a crazy anxious time right now. Like it is, it is crazy oh, going, yeah, you know? So I encourage people Dude, to gonna, yeah. feel their feelings and accept and understand and look for that. How do we move on? How do we unite? How do we find something better in this? Like you said, there is, there is something greater to be taken from all this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, man, I've, I've been feeling it lately, too. It's like, you know, I I, <clears throat> I know myself when I don't, and I think I've said this before, too, when I don't lift and I don't work out, like, I get I get some sort of feeling, man. I don't know what it is, but it's probably anxiety. But I, just like the last couple of days not having that time in the gym um, has definitely affected me and, and just even, like, 
having these conversations, me and you have talked a few times, you know, this yeah. week and a couple other friends I've talked to and just different stuff, like having those outlets has helped, you know, it's not the same to tell you the truth, but um, it, it's, it's helping, you know, so it's, you know, just throwing that out there to anybody in the, in the community, um, the ABT community, you know, if you, if you're looking to just chat, Hey, hit us up. That's what we're yep. here for. It's not just about like coming to us for a workout. Um, you know, we're people, man. Uh, you know, yeah, man. And if you got something to bounce off us, bounce off. If you have an idea, throw it out there. Um, you know, I, I know I always say it. I always say like, you know, I don't just say ABT family. I mean that shit. Um, you know, one of the clients said to me today, and he, he said it in a different way. He's like, yeah, I really mean it, man. It's not just lip service. And it's the same thing. It's like when people are actually like putting their, you know, putting their actions where their mouth is, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, knowing someone has your back, not just saying it, they actually do. Is hundred uh, percent right. It's a cool feeling. It's a cool feeling. Utilize us. Um, yeah. You know, just, to, just so as friends. Should we talk about, should we? Yeah, no, exactly, man. Like knowing that these people go beyond just um, your clients and people that you, you train and that come to your, your exercise classes, you know, that they're, it goes beyond that. And I've always felt that it has, but kind of situations like this kind of really bring it to the forefront and actually prove that it's actually true. And we're not just saying it, you know, and we're not just saying it to them and they're not just saying it to us because I, I think a lot of us have felt it throughout these last couple, you know, the last week. So, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to talk about Brady Lee. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, man. Uh, you know what? And here's here's a funny little anecdote about this. So um, my last serious girlfriend lives in Tampa. So I was like, what's the one team that I could, like, go to sporting events and support and, like, not feel – uh, like I'm betraying my New England roots. And I was like, Tampa Bay, Lightning? Like, fuck that. Bruins all the way. You know, I was like, the the Rays? Hell no. Red Sox. I was like, the Bucks. Pats will never play the Bucks. If they do, they're going to crush them. It doesn't matter. So I bought a uh, 1970s throwback orange uh, Bucks yeah, you logo that, hat. You have that orange. And now I'm just like looking at it going, burn it. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's a whole crazy situation. That's just nuts. I, I, you know, I knew it was a possibility that he was actually going to do it. Um, but like when it actually happened, I was still just shocked. It makes me wonder how much of the marketing play is in this because of the TBTB thing. Like, was this a calculated decision? Granted, he's got a really good set of offensive weapons he's going to. So it does, you know, and Bruce Arians is going to give him full control of that offense, you know, but it, it does make sense in the football side, but also like, how much marketing, how much like actual thought on the business side was this? Because there's so much marketing ability with this move. Yeah. I don't know like where it fell on like the, the important scale, but I guarantee there was a conversation about yeah. like the TV 12 thing. Guarantee. Oh, that oh was yeah. Also, the, the, um, but the other thing, man, the more, the more you hear about it, I don't know how big the market really was for him. Like, I don't know how many teams really, Wanted to bring him in. I know, right? Especially when you saw that Tannehill deal go through. You're like, oh, the Titans yeah. are out. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of, you know. I mean, but the guy's, you know, he didn't have a great year. You know, you can argue about whether it was him or was, whether it was the weapons around him. But he didn't have a great year. He's 43 years old. And not too many teams were willing to give a 43-year-old 
quarterback coming off a down year, a shit ton of money. No. And it sounds like Bill wasn't either. Nope. <laughs> What's really funny, I saw a meme the other day that was like, um, who's the uh, the current receiver for the Bucks that wears number 12? Evans, maybe? No, Evans is 13. The other big receiver they have is number 12, whoever that guy is. Okay. Uh, yeah. Meme was like, this dude is going to get more for giving up number 12 to Brady than, uh, than Bill O'Brien got for DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, right. That's crazy, too. Oh, man. No, that's... It's going to be interesting, man. We're, we're going to be in a new era. All right, so... Be Before we close this out, is it in Bill we trust, or are you starting to waver? Where's your head at? Um, I'm not wavering, but I don't. I unless he's got like an ace up his sleeve, I don't think they'll be. You know, I don't see them as a Super Bowl contender next year. Sure. Unless, unless they can pull something off, that doesn't mean I don't trust Bill. I mean, he's looking long term. And what's he always says, you know, I'm doing, I make moves that's best for the team. So, you know, I think he's probably looking at it. Hey, if we have to take a step back one year, then we have to, you know? And then part of me is thinking like, Bill's like, I can win with freaking whoever. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Just give me, give me a guy that can actually throw a football. And uh, I did see an ESPN rumor mill article. Uh, Bill O'Brien is in sell mode to rebuild. And Deshaun Watkins is on the trading block. Well, uh, yeah, I, that'd be interesting. I don't know. What would you think? Would you want him? I only take Watson in a second. Okay. I saw the other one I saw was Rosen. Yep. Rosen I from that uh, that's too. in Miami now. Yeah, I would take him in a. Who would you prefer? Because apparently that. Um. <sighs> I take either one. Um. I I don't know what Stid I don't know what Stidham showed them I don't know what he has shown them so far so I don't know you know that might be the guy that they they've seen enough of I don't know um, I don't want I don't want the Red Rocket I don't want some of the other guys that they've thrown out there that could possibly the only reason you take him is and I know it's got to be done via trade but the only reason is to create competition and push Stidham into uh, a position to win like you don't make him your number one. Yeah, no, I mean, but I think they, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what they're going to do. I have no idea. And a lot of other guys just left. So they lost a bunch. Yeah, we lost a lot on defense. And I would say out of the two, Watson or Rosen, I would rather have Watson because at least you put him in. He's a proven winning starter. And with Belichick McDaniels um, and some, you know, uh, nifty tricks up their sleeves, he'll at least get you into the playoffs. And that gives Stidham another year to develop, you know, or whoever they draft yeah. or whatever they do. But like, I think, I think Belichick could pull a Lamar Jackson with a guy like Watson. People wouldn't know what to do. It would be unexpected, and they would just be like, "Oh shit," you know. No, I think they. Could, yeah, I think they. I mean, they probably have already made like kind of a couple decisions, see what they which route they want to yeah. go. But I don't know, man. The Pats always pull something up. Hey. It ties in great with the uh, the bigger picture, man. Uncertain times, whether it's Pat's Nation, yeah. whether it's, you know, community, whether it's ABT family, whatever it is. 
whole world's askew right now, and best thing we can do is kind of come together. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. It's all you can do. So, but uh, I know I'm not Bill Belichick, but hey, guys, and Chris, you trust. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, dude. Totally. We'll figure it out. We'll get through it. We'll get through it together, guys. It feels good. This is um, We'll be back next week. Go ahead. Sorry. No, we'll we'll be back. We'll get some episodes too. We wanted to kind of keep this one short, even though we went decently oh, long. Um, yeah, and then we'll um we'll kind of figure out where we're at and get into some other episodes. Maybe we'll hit up some guests and do do it the same way with some guests because we can always do this. I think you can do it more than a couple oh, people on it, right? You can messaging going. Ooh, maybe we bring yeah. in like four or five repeat guests. There you go. Either way. Reach out to us if you want to be on again. It's, it's funny. It feels yeah. just like you and I having a phone conversation, and I keep forgetting that we're actually on a recorded podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So let me throw it out there. Like, follow, subscribe, share, download, <laughs> comment, uh, all, all that good stuff for us, you know? Yeah, and use all this downtime. Downtime to uh, catch up on some past episodes. Hey, it's a, a great way up. to uh, reestablish that normalcy. Hear some familiar voices. Hear some new great stories. There have been a few absolutely killer guests on the last few episodes. Um, uh, the most recent one with Twenty uh, Year Podcast. Those guys absolutely crushed it. Yeah. Um, Tom Cadron. Prior to that. Uh, my cousin Patrick, you know, we, we've had some really good ones. Even go go a few back, check out the Bruno episode, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. Just go pick your way through. But, yeah, those last couple outside of the ABT fan were pretty yeah. good. Um, kind of outside of the norm. So maybe we were preparing for this. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so um, stay tuned. We'll keep pumping these out, you know, try to give you guys some normalcy in your lives. Um, you might have to cover the kids' ears around around the house, but other than that, hey, it's nothing as bad as what's been said on a few recently so far. So far, <laughs> true, 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 true. So, um, hey man, uh, from, from my perspective, dude, it's been great getting this on the air and leveling with you about this and hearing your perspective. And I hope uh, the rest of the ABT community appreciates and and you know feels feels the vibe that we're all in you know yeah man we'll be back we'll be back better than ever love you guys um you know that's about it <laughs> that's all i can really say about it all right um you ready thank you everybody peace Thanks for tuning in, folks. From our pack to yours, don't just talk about it, be about it.